Head full of guava, lava, hotter than your mama In the summer, in a sweater made of llama Smoking on iguana, rolled up in a palma Cougar got me on the beach, I'm under her cabana Now we at the bar with your bitch But we don't want no drama Told her to keep her hands to herself But seems like she don't wanna She don't smoke marijuana, but she drank Okay, she said she never did uh, oh, there we go. I mean, <laughs> first of all, he's a nobody. He's a so. nobody. I fucking love it. Hell yeah. We're back at you. Sports Schmortz. It's your boy, Big Tone. It's your boy, Mike Nice. Just the two of us. Shout out we to Big can Zoe. Make it if we try. <laughs> yeah, shout out Big Zoe. Shout out Tech. You know what it is, but they got two of us here again. It's becoming a reoccurring thing. <laughs> hey man. Summertime. I get it. <laughs> I get it, man. But hope everybody had a great fourth of July. It was a beautiful day yesterday. Hope you had some barbecues, some drinks, maybe a little smokage. Whatever you do, I hope you enjoyed yourself. Got to spend time with the fam even better. We had a very good weekend. We had, again, as we talked about on Friday evening, we had the biggest UFC card of the year. We got, you know, in me, for me personally, 4th of July baseball is always dope. I don't know if it goes back to the Sandlot days. Of like watching them play the uh, the games under the the fireworks, I always like. I think baseball on Fourth of July weekend and Fourth of July is always dope. So we had some interesting baseball. But while we're on the topic of baseball, I think we should talk about our fantasy recap. Oh yeah, tough bad, week. Bad, tough week for <laughs> me, tough week, Mikey. <laughs> it's basically, all it's all down the, down the tubes from now. That was it. That was my last shot to make a run. Nah, you're still good, man. I mean, yeah, but I need that win. I lost. Obviously, we're I didn't to, to uh to Sid's team. Where where if we look at it, which is so crazy, <laughs> if he said if he like obviously we've been talking about this because we always bring his team up for being zero and ten at the time. But he and we always go yo if he just set his lineup. He would probably be fucking six and six with the rest of us. Absolutely, like because I, I before when I played him, I looked at all his players and his bench players and all that. I was like, dude, I was like, yo, if he, sw-, I like looking at their past weeks and all that. I was like, yo, if he switches his lineup, he has a a good chance of beating me. And then if you fucking look at the scores, I can't remember what everybody had, but he had he beat. Like he had the third highest score of the week. Yeah, crazy, insane. Almost seven hundred six forty with two guys injured on um on his playing all week and never setting up and with five pitchers going. He only he only started five pitchers and he had multiple eligible pitchers on starts on to his go. bench. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. So it's like and he's had got six forty on the week. And his three top performers were, were pitchers. Dude, if he fucking, if he would have, uh, if he, like, watch us, like, just anybody. Literally just pick up anybody. So, like, who got him zero? 
Um, wait, is this his team? It's uh, yep, that's his team. Oh, maybe maybe he did change his lineup. Maybe I, bet, I, I think he might have. Because you know, it's funny. I bet you, I bet you, him and Troy did that. Now I'm thinking about it. They're like, "Yo, you guys say your lineup, dude." Yeah, but I looked at it. I was like, "Yo, he's not setting his lineup up," and he's fucking. I thought it, I thought he didn't, but maybe he did. He's like, "Yo, I got I got to beat Mikey. I got, I got to beat Mikey this week." Yeah, but it still doesn't prove anything. Nah, because I told him he couldn't win with a auto pick team, and he said yes, he could. And then, and then he never set up his lineup. He could have easily, but yeah, but yeah. I mean, this is just a tough week, dude. You got a couple single digit players and a couple minus uh, negative points in your lineup for last week. That didn't help, dude. My, I got so much minus. Who do we need to yell at, Mikey? Who do we need to talk shit about right now? JD uh, Martinez. Yeah, JD fucking Martinez. You son of a. My fucking pitcher shit the bed too, and fucking Montez got got injured. Yeah, you took him out in the first inning or some shit. About, well, dude, keep your eyes on him. He's about to be traded, I think. So he might go somewhere. And, he might go to a better pitching situation. And dude, he's he got hurt. He'll be back. I lost. I lost one of my starting pitchers this week too. But I pulled off a W on the last day. Mm-hmm. I got lucky. I was up. I was beating Troy by like. No, see, look, there's this team right here. They were only showing the player uh, players that scored, maybe. Cause look, so. See how he's got these two guys, Gene Segura, Anthony Rendon. Got him zero. Right? Oh, that's only for July 3rd. What is this, last 15 days? This right here that we're looking at? No, this, if I click this right here. Yeah, that'll just show the last 15 days. Yeah, see? But I could have sworn they were, they're in his lineup right now, right? He just lost a couple other people, though. That's the thing. All right, let's see. On remember, you could change your lineup daily. Yeah, look. So sun. So no. So <coughs> Sunday. This was his team Sunday. Josh Bell had a a day for him on Sunday. What was what did his pitchers do for him? Uh, where are they? Forty nine. This is just for Sunday, though, not for like the week. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just trying to think of like he only had f- what four pitchers going, and four one, or five, yeah, and one of them had negative points, like heavy negative points. So let's see for the week. Yeah, so this is it right here for the week. Yeah, yeah. See, what I'm saying like if he would have just switched these guys out, look, he has two people on his bench right here that fit those that fit those positions. Uh, Yo, almost, but. The- but he could have gotten over 700 points easily if he would just swap those guys out. He picked them a, up, if I'm not mistaken. Those uh, guys? The, go down a little bit. Uh, Tommy Edmond, I think he picked them up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he did pick up a couple people. And then he never ended up finishing off, but I don't know. So, tough week for me. Yeah. Hey, but you know what? You're still in third in the division, right? So, I'm, I just I won, luckily, thank God, but I just snapped a four-game losing streak. Yeah, and I just snapped a four-game winning streak. Well, dude, like I said, I thought, you know, when we were here Friday, I looked at it. I was like, oh, dude, I should – and not being cocky, but yeah. I was like, oh, I'm up on Troy. Like, I'm good. I looked at his lineup. I was like, Troy's got a good team. Yeah. His pitching, he didn't have uh, any pitchers going on one of those days. Same thing with me. So, Sunday we go – I look at it Saturday morning, and he's up on me by 100. Yeah. 
like after two nights. So I'm so oh, sorry. So it was Saturday evening. So it was mm-hmm. after Friday night and after Saturday's game. Yeah. He was up on me by almost a hundred points, and I was killing him. Damn. So I'm sitting here like, what the fuck just happened? Like who went off? He had hella players on his team that went off those mm-hmm. two days. I picked up a pitcher because I had. I still I haven't hit my twelve pitchers at all this year mm-hmm. in any week. I think I threw eleven. I had four pitchers going on Saturday. And then I had two on Sunday. I got lucky on Sunday because two of my pitchers got single digits mm-hmm. and one of them went off. And I ended up beating Troy by like thirty points. Like it was close. Mm-hmm. I was getting shook because I've been having shit luck with pitchers, man. Really, really shit luck. Like, yeah, look, uh, 33 points, 33 and a half points. Like, I lost Gosman, uh, Kevin Gosman. I lost him. He got hurt. You know, uh, Shane McClanahan, he's the best pitcher in the, he's the best pitcher in the league right now. They might, I mean, he, he plays for Tampa. I don't really care for Tampa, obviously being in the same division as the Yankees, but I'll give credit where credit's due. That dude's an animal this year. Oh, yeah. And then I got lucky with Clevenger. Renzo dropped him, which I understand why he dropped him. It made sense. And it kind of backfired on me. I had him go today. So he gave me 40 in his start last week, right? Mm-hmm. I had him pitch today, 14 and a half. Not bad. He got me double digits, but you want more out of a starting pitcher. Absolutely. And they played a hot Seattle, so that really didn't help. They lost today, I believe. That didn't help. He only threw six innings. Yeah. He, uh, like I said, Troy had me shook, man. I'm playing Evbo this week, so that's a tough matchup. Yeah, I got see, I got lucky with Ev last week, dude. Yeah, and I took, a, I stole a win right there. So you maxed, that I, was the week he maxed out his pitchers early, right? Yep. And then I was supposed to get a nice win this week, but it's fucking dude. He's lost back. He's lost three weeks in a row. Ev, right? He played you two weeks ago. He played Justin last week, and yep. Justin won. And then so two weeks. I'm already thinking ahead. Like I'm <laughs> Hell win. yeah, you are. And fucking, yeah, so now I got to play Tech this week. Dude, his team is dude, but putting up numbers. Dude, I so I beat him already. Yeah. I think we're maybe probably one and one. I think I'm you're sure. one and one as well. So if I can, and so my fucking guys didn't show up last week. If they can show up this week and put it together, which I think they should for the shitty week they had. Yeah. I could put steal another dude. win on a, for a first on a first place team. Like you said, my team. Everybody puts up the most points. Every loss that I've had, they put up the most points in that week. Mm-hmm. This was the first week I've kept somebody under 600 points. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. I know. Everybody goes off on you. Yeah, man. Hey, I guess it is uh, it is what it is, as they say. But I, I'm just happy. The way the cookie break. crumbles. Exactly. I'm just happy I broke that losing streak, man. That four games fucked me big time. Yeah. Because we were all competitive in the division. Like, yeah, you yeah. started coming up. Oh, yeah. Renzo and Justin's teams are nasty. And then all, all of a sudden, I hit a four-game losing streak. I'm five and seven. So... Not the best, but I got a 50% chance at the playoffs. Is that what that says? 11. Oh, 11. That's you, 50%. <laughs> <laughs> I'm half and half. Fuck it, dude. Better than Troy. Troy's Renzo is 7-5, and five, and his playoff percentage is 57%. And I'm 6-6, six and six and I got 50%. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, look at the gap between Ev and Troy. Ev's at 78%, Troy's at 19. Yeah, that's crazy. So I gotta I gotta hit a win streak here, man. This is not good. We need Justin to lose some games. Yeah, because I'm only two games behind, technically. You're only three games behind. We're yeah. still in it. It's this these next couple weeks are gonna be the the, the game changer. We got All Star Weekend coming up. 
So we're gonna have a couple days off. Renzo went back up in the standings. Yeah. So we got Tech at one, Justin at two, Renzo at three, Ev at four, me at five, you at six, Big Tone at six, then Troy and, and Sid seven and eight. Yeah. And Troy was Troy was on a two game win streak, so it was nice to to beat somebody that you know that's actually on a win streak, man. And let's see if you've moved from this position. Nope. You nah. still got the most points scored by by four hundred. It's crazy. It's <laughs> fucking nuts, dude. And my team doesn't really... What's my... Uh, yeah, let's see where I stand with points I've put up. I'm like on the bottom, no? No, I'm... You're in the mid now. You're in the middle I'm now. in the middle now. Six. Yep. So, yeah, I basically... Look at Ev. I know, dude. He's got... He's he's seven... Wait, oh, no, not six. One, two, three, four. You're five. He's six in points scored. And is second in his division. <laughs> it's so crazy. With, he's seven and five. With the seven seventh most points scored, that is insane. And I'm in number three with most points scored, yeah, and I'm six and six. That's fucking nuts, dude. That's crazy. I mean, Renzo has the same actually has the same um, record as Ev, and has how many more points? Five hundred more points scored. Yeah, Renzo's the same record. He's got a fucking squad. It's crazy. These fuck these schedules have been funky, well, dude. I don't know if he changed his lineup, but I looked at it today and he had like Otani on his bench. Evbo had like Otani on his bench and like I'm I I'm trying to win some games. I'm not gonna say nothing. No, fuck like, that. Don't say dude, no one don't yeah. Ev, don't listen to this either. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he had like Luis Severino on his bench, uh Otani on his bench and a couple other Was guys. Is he making trying to make some moves or something? I think he's just stacked. He's I think, just stacked. Yeah, so like he was obviously trying to keep up with the days. Yeah. But like, like against with matchups and stuff. Yeah, that's tough. Because I was thinking about that. Like, I feel like some pitchers, you're like, oh, he's, he's there's, you can get a start because he's like on the free agents. But it's like the matchup. That's the biggest thing you got. Like, yeah, but it's it, it can go either way. Yeah, it's like any given like uh, you know, hate to sound cliche, but like football, any given Sunday, mm-hmm. I can pick up a guy who has a fucking dope matchup. I'm like, oh, there's no way he gets rocked. Mm-hmm. And what happens? I get yeah. negative, like, seven and a half fantasy points from him because he did get rocked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, it's it, you know, everybody has their day, especially with pitching, man. I feel like even with muscle memory, you still got to work on your mechanics, just like a swing, like a golf swing, like a, oh, ba- a baseball yeah. swing. Absolutely. Your, your shot, a quarterback, yeah. throwing the ball, a wide receiver running around. It's like it's all about mechanics. The muscle yeah. memory is great. But, like, uh, for and I have a perfect example of this. Um, I picked up Madison Bumgarner. Who is he's a little bit on the older side, but still a fucking gamer. He's a pitcher, man. Like he's a little bit of a baby sometimes, but hey, whatever. He's a gamer, lefty, hardcore pitcher. And they were playing like uh, I want to say they were playing Pittsburgh, maybe or Cincinnati, somebody a mid a mid to level team. And I probably shouldn't be talking shit about Pittsburgh because they're playing the Yankees tonight, yeah. and I haven't seen the score. But they're playing like a mid level team. And I'm like, oh, it's Mad Bum, dude. He's good. Nah. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, because you're thinking like, oh, okay, yeah, this is a guy who's usually pitches well. First, now mediocre, not you know mediocre team, yeah, like middle of the middle pack. of the team. So I can get a couple, maybe twenty out of them or something good at like, something, something. I'll take fucking like if you're gonna be giving up hits, you got to throw some strikeouts for yeah, me. You exactly, know what I mean? So exactly, like, give up exactly. the hits, but like get some K's under your belt, man. Like help me out here. So. It is really tough because you, you agree. There are people that go for mat, that go for picking up free agents, and they don't look at the matchups. They just see, oh, this guy's starting tomorrow. It's yeah. tough though because then you got to look at the other team. 
So yeah. luckily, oh, yeah. luckily, this is a, just a free. Like luckily, this is just a league for the shed, and like we're just doing it for the fucking mm-hmm. fun of it, like bragging rights. But like, yo, like in serious leagues, bro, like there's not an everyday lineup change. You have no. to. It's once a week. They know, but it almost. This is almost more stressful. It but is it actually not more stressful, but I feel like what this thing does. It's actually, it's actually kind of like a good, like challenge for your brain because what this thing does is it tells you in your head hey you can switch these guys in and out whenever you want yeah so you're like fuck should i switch this guy out today and it's like now you're playing a whole different game because now pitchers like like not saying i always keep saying this with renzo i think i might have picked up one of your pitchers but i think i picked up two of renzo's pitchers that he dropped and i don't know if he drafted them or he or he was doing but he dropped them and now they're in my rotation. Like and last week, um Luis Castillo, he was my number one guy for my team. Number, he's my pitch he's a pitcher. Oh, shit. most points for the week. I think he had like eighty nine points. I picked him up off free agents because Renzo dropped him. Yeah, cause he, again, you know? a guy that's And I think it's be, but it's because in his head he was looking through, he's like I he's like, damn, I only got ten starts. He's like, if I get twelve I can probably win this week. And then he's like, all right, I need to get a start. And then he's like, fuck, who am I going to drop? And he's like, all right, Louis Castillo, he is good, but maybe on his rotation, he's like, this might be the weakest guy. So he had to drop him to yeah. pull in a starter to win the next week. And I'm like on there Monday like or Sunday going, oh, look at this dude. Boom. I grab him. And it's like, why is this guy a free agent? I'm like, like literally up for that Urias. I think his name's Urias. Yeah, the dude from the Dodgers. Him and Castillo. I'm like, why are these guys on free agents? I'm looking at how much points they scored, the games played, everything. I'm like, these dudes are good, and I'm picking them up because I had space. I I kept a little bit of space on my because I, I dropped an injured guy without picking people up. Yeah. To keep a space, so then I ended up picking people up, and now they're like my like in the rotation. But it's like because the the way it's set up, it it's like otherwise you wouldn't even be dropping those guys. You'd yeah. be like, "That's who I got." Exactly. The, you know? This is who I got. They're gonna pitch when they pitch. If I get two, if I get two starts in a week out of them, I'll be happy. Yeah. Or I'll drop. Or you're gonna pick someone up who's gonna be your new guy for the week. You're not gonna just be like, "Oh, maybe if he'll still be there on Wednesday, yeah. and I'll pick him back up." Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like no. Nah. Especially in this league, because like yo, I know people are looking. I know I've made the most moves, and I and I understand why I've, I know why I made the most moves because my pitching staff sucks, and I need to get wins. And that's what I'm looking at. So I did it to myself. Mm-hmm. But also losing people to injuries, a lot of people will leave that bench spot open. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they're like, ah, I can just wait. Let me see what people do down the road. Yeah. But like at the same time, in my position, when I'm five and seven in the last place in our division, I'm not. I'm chasing. A, I'm chasing wins at this point. Yeah. So there's like, for example, like I got one of my closers back. I didn't even realize it. Mm-hmm. I didn't even get the update about it. Uh, Liam Hendricks came back for the White Sox. Fucking had a great little outing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about it. He's on my IL with points. I had to remove uh, him today, so I had to. But then you have to remove somebody that because you well, have to drop your. What I did in the meantime, because now I have a bench spot open. But what I did in the meantime was I have Ty France, who's a utility guy. You know what I mean? So I had him, had him on my bench injured. I had no other IL spots. Yeah. If I would have known that Hendricks would have been off, I, I would have swapped, swapped him out, which I did today to find out that. Homeboy's coming back like in two days. Yeah. So I have an empty bench spot just so I can move him back to the bench. Yeah, yeah. When I wanted to pick somebody up, but at the same time, like 
Seattle's hot right now. Ty France is actually one of their better players. I drafted him, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to drop him. He he hasn't done anything bad for me besides getting hurt, yeah, you know. So exactly, it just sucks that I could have used that. I could have used that extra spot. I'm not going to like, even though I'm not really in contention. I have a pitcher, uh, dude from the Dodgers, Walker Bueller, was one of my best pitchers. He's fucking hurt. He's on the 60 day IL. No idea when he's coming back. So now I'm relying on the th- McCl- uh, McClanahan. Gosman, who's hurt, Logan Webb from the Giants, and Clayton Kershaw to like be my guys. I picked up Clevenger as a des- out of desperation. I needed a start. I needed somebody to give me points. They were playing the Diamondbacks. I read an article about them. They were like, yo, they're going to unleash him today because no disrespect to the Diamondbacks, they ain't the best team either, and they're in a really tough division. All right, let me see. I see him out there. Fuck it. He- and it worked. He gave me 40 and a half, but... That's why I made so many moves. I don't have everybody who I want to put in my lineup. I get hurt. Yeah, my, I drafted a second baseman, uh, my boy Ozzy from the fucking Braves. Love that dude. Like I don't like mm-hmm. the Braves, but I love that guy. I love I love a lot of the players on that team. Yeah, and he breaks his foot. So now I got to go out and try Do to. You fun. need a second baseman? No, I'm good now. Yeah. Well, wait. there's a second baseman out there. The guy, the guy I drafted. Oh uh, yeah, I saw that. India. I saw that you dropped him. India, I, he's out there now because well, he was injured. He was on the 60-day, like, early, so yeah. I ended up just dropping him. I mean, I don't blame you. To open up spots because it's like, he I ended kept, up getting Cattell, uh, Cattell Marte. So, good, good pickup. Yeah, for him. Off the bat, off free agents. Yeah. So, it's See, like. I, I got lucky with, like, the way I drafted certain players. So, like, I drafted a lot of guys that played multiple positions. So, for, okay, I lost, I lost Ozzy. Oh, wait, I got Gleyber Torres on my bench. Boom, he's been an everyday second baseman for me or shortstop because he could play both. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, I picked up, I drafted Ryan McMahon, dude from the Rockies, second and third baseman. <clears throat> I picked up a couple other guys. I picked up this dude from the uh, from the Indians, second second baseman shortstop. So, like, I made sure that, like, when I pick people up, they can play multiple positions because the mm-hmm. other hard part is outfielders. Yeah, that's another key thing. I got a bunch of guys in my bench that have, like, three positions. Yeah. And, and some of them are outfield and infield. It's clutch. It's like, phew, that like I can move around guys like crazy. Like a utility yeah. guy. I get like and you have we have that the second base shortstop, first that. base, third base. Oh dude. I I got sorry move so I have like uh I got like a couple like I think I don't know, I think Devers dude. It might be my third base is he a third yep. Yeah, so he might be my third baseman, but then I also have like Pete Alonzo for like the first and base, third, third base thing. And then man. I could have another like so you could like dude. Put like stack some, up, yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, maybe ne- well, I mean, not that I could would be able to draft much better next year, but with this kind of format, you can you could draft a little bit differently. Oh, definitely. Now that you have, like, especially in your position, like you now have a better understanding of how it all works. You're looking at guys that you would never even fo- like. We don't even talk about like, yeah, as sports yeah. fans. You know what I mean? So it's it's nice that way. And then and another thing, the way you set up the like the pitchers, it's like it. It tricks you to to think you all you need is starting pitchers. Yeah, but then it's like you can get I like I I have like I think I have three relievers that never leave like like they're always in same and I could still get twelve starts. Yeah, so it's like having those guys get you like fifty points over the across the week is huge. Absolutely, Where it's like a ten, a fifteen, a twelve, and you're like oh. You like, see, you see that relief pitcher get you double digits. You're like, let's go, yeah. and then he'll do it three times a week, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, whoa, shit. That's I, and that's that's how I approached it. 
I said, I at least have to get two or three relievers. So what did I go for? I went for fucking Josh Hader and Liam Hendricks, two of the best closers in the game. Josh Hader, probably the best closer in the game. I, they haven't left my lineup unless they've been hurt. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then I picked up Michael King from the Yankees, who's like, he started some games, but he comes out of the bullpen now. He'll be, like, Yankees are solid with their rotation. Like, anybody pretty much out of that bullpen is good to have. So I had him. Oh, Hendricks is on a DL? I'll pick up Clay Holmes. So it's like having those guys consistently in your lineup. Like you said, you hit your 12 pitchers, 12 starters. At least you know you got two or three guys in your uh, coming out of the bullpen mm-hmm. that can do the damn thing for yeah, you. Uh, it yeah. helps. It's a, very, very clutch. And I know why a lot of these other guys, like Justin's team stacked with pitchers, mm-hmm. Tech's team stacked with pitchers, Ev's team stacked with pitchers. I mean, Ev had the number one pick. He went Otani. Yeah. So, but the way that it scores, if he's in your batting lineup and he pitches that same day, you don't get the pitching points. So you're going to want to start him as your pitcher. Oh, that's, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So, like, if I see that he's pitching, I'm obviously going to be starting him every time he pitches. And yeah. on off days, I'll put him in the outfield. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, or do you put him in the utility spot. But you better believe I'm not missing. If he's starting that day, obviously he's starting, and that's it. You can't get the points for his bat. Yeah. And vice versa. Yeah. It doesn't matter. He's a beast. He's yeah. gonna pitches. He's gonna pitch lights out, and he's gonna hit the shit out of the ball. Yeah. yeah. So either way, whatever position you have him in, starting pitcher, or outfielder, utility, you're still gonna get those points, and yeah. it's still gonna fuck you over in the long run because whoever has him, imagine that. you can play him every day of the week. Yeah, you play, you play him utility, and then when he starts, you throw him in the pitching slot, and you can get two starts in a week. Like how yeah. fucking like that's so nuts, dude. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's pretty. That's a good pickup. Smart. I mean, you couldn't go anybody else number one. In my opinion. At that point, you can't go. Granted, he's not having the year he had last year. Mm-hmm. But he's still fucking Otani, and he's a he's an enigma. Yeah. You know, though, I think him and Babe Ruth are the only two people to have these type of stats. Because yeah. how many pitchers, how many batters, and how many pitchers do you know that could hit the ball and played both two positions? I only know two of them, and he's one of them. Yeah. Babe Ruth being the other. That's crazy. Does he play the field at all? Yeah. And he, he'll he's play outfielder. the field and pitch? Yeah, he's an outfielder. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And I think what they've been doing now, because obviously American League's always been DH, which works for him, mm-hmm. is that if he is pitching, I think he could be a DH. So he don't even have to fucking go play the field. He just pitches yeah. and then hits. Yeah. I think that's how they do it. I'm almost 100% positive. Yeah, just DH, and then right. when he's pitching, he pitches and hits. And exactly. then when he's not pitching, he's DHing. Yeah, he's so. DHing, or he's playing one of the outfield positions. Yeah. That's that's dope. Still keep his legs fresh. <laughs> you know, that's yeah, really that's what crazy. it is. He's he's unbelievable, man. That that fucking Anaheim, that Anaheim team is such a, such a disappointment. I mean, I'm happy, but such a disappointment. I feel bad for Mike Trout. I really do. I mean, I know he's stepping it up, and he's playing good ball, but, like, he needs to get out of there. He never yeah. will. He signed like a stupid contract. The Yankees tried to. I know the Yankees were going after him for a minute, and he was just like, "Nah." Anaheim would want too much. Like we'd have to, we'd basically have to give up like Judge, Glaber Torres, and some pitching, which would be crazy because they have a semi good pitching staff. I mean, Otani obviously being the one. I had high hopes for Syndergaard, but dude. Bounce back week in fantasy, bro. Let's you get back on track. Let me start winning some games here. Me and you could duke it out for that that third place spot. Hopefully, we end up higher than that. Unless the oh, see, I shouldn't have talked shit about the Pirates. They're we, they're beating the Yankees right now. Yeah. <laughs>
Fucking assholes. How you losing to the Pirates, man? Oh, oh man. I want to get into this, uh, a little bit of standings and power rankings before we leave MLB? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so while you're pulling that up, um, just want to cover, you know, like I said, 4th of July weekend in baseball. Yanks took two out of three from Cleveland, had yesterday off. Mets take two out of three from Texas, so they're both rolling. Uh, Max Scherzer pitching tonight for the Mets. He's back in action. And then other good news for Mets fans, Jacob DeGrom made his uh, made a rehab start, faced six batters, struck out five, and hit one. <laughs> Not a bad outing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel bad for these, like, he went to single A. Yeah. So, like, I feel bad for the – I mean, I guess, hey, they're going to have to learn somehow. But, like, dude, they got – you got Scherzer pitching to you, and, like, then you got Chapman for the Yankees in minor leagues throwing at you. Like, you yeah. got to be like, what the fuck, man? Like, this is what I'm going to have to face when I get up there? Like, yeah, hell yeah. And especially DeGrom and Scherzer alone. Like, that's scary. DeGrom and fucking minor leagues. Single A baseball, dude. That's where he started. I mean, that I get granted he only pitched – he faced six batters, but still he struck out five of them. I know what's the what's the reason for it? Like, why not just be in AAA? So, I, depending on the injury, it's a slow progress. So you go down to Single A, you start really slow. You'll face like you're basically pitching six but outs. Thi- but the thing is, is it for the ego of the pitcher? Because it's like it could be. Because even if okay, you're starting slow, you're gonna see six batters. You're basically saying, let me pitch to six scrubs, and strike them out. So I can feel good instead of pitching to six triple A guys who might smack the ball. Well, I feel like so that's a good point. You know, I, like, what's the difference if they're hitting it or not? I think I, I don't know. Maybe this is just me kind of overthinking it, but I feel like they send them to 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 single A because they're still technically like. Don't get me wrong; you can have a rehab start in double A and triple A, but with a guy like him, who's your you know him and Scherzer. I think Scherzer we talked about was double A. He played double A ball. I think it yeah. was double A. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like you look at those guys played against the Hartford. Yeah, he Hartford played against team. the Yard Goats. Yeah. yeah. Yard goats. Like I feel like they send them down to like double A and single A because I think they're they're able to really like work back on their mechanics and get back into the swing of things. So yes, kind of to your point, like it's a little bit easier for them. Yeah, they don't want to get fucking smacked. But it's like, but I don't know. It's like you're 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 in the MLB. If you go down to AAA, we all know you're rehabbing and you're getting back into the thing. So who cares if they're smacking it off you? Yeah. Like, you're just going to go against people who can't hit it off you. Like, I guess that's how I'm thinking of no, it. No, I mean, you're, you're basically testing out your shoulder before you get Yeah, I mean, up. test it out on these guys who, who definitely can't hit me. But then, yeah. but okay, so what if, but what if they started hitting you? Are you going to say, oh, I suck? Or are you going to say, no, my arm hurts? You're gonna, yeah, exactly. So just go to AAA and be like, yeah, my, I'm coming off rehab. Let me see what I can do. Because single point. A, because, okay, so he's going to go single A, double A, triple A, MLB? I mean, he might. Or he go might single just, A, MLB. He might just, no, he might go from, he'd probably do single A to triple A. Yeah. Excuse me, or do do the Scherzer and just go to double A. But that, but like, because like, so they're saying like triple A is basically uh, like the MLB like it's basically MLB my like the the B team for MLB. Yeah. Whereas Double A and Single A are like real minor leagues. Those are kids that are like some I don't want to say all. Yeah. But those are kid a lot of kids that are like 
They ain't going to make it. Coming out of high school. It's like they're the best in their towns and cities and even the state maybe, but they're they not going to make MLB. It's a learning experience for them. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're not, you know, in rare situations such as like t- tonight, mm-hmm. you know, when Scherzer was down there. When these guys go to rehab their sales, yeah. then they get to see the real deal and like they get it. So um, I say that to say this. This is why I love Max Scherzer. I think we talked about this on Friday. If we did, I apologize. But in his last start, in his last double A start, they were interviewing him, and because uh, he had a you know good outing, big shoulder, you know ice full, you know ice all over the shoulder, and he's like, uh, you know, he's like, this is your last game with double A team. He's like, uh, he's like, what are you guys doing? Are you gonna do anything? And he's like, he's like, you know, I just remember him saying, yeah, they're gonna eat good tonight. And, like everybody kind of giggled. Come to find out, this dude spent seven thousand dollars on. Ribeye, lobster, like hooked the whole clubhouse up, bought them dinner that night. And then he's, uh, one of the guys on the team said, when we were leaving, when uh, we were coming into the clubhouse, one of the guys was handing out AirPods and said, hey, these are from Max. So he took these dudes that like bought them a $7,000 dinner, mm-hmm. gave them AirPods. Like that gives these kids hope. Like, yo, yeah. this dude's the bet. Like, this is the real deal, and yeah. he's actually is the real deal. Like, he's a fucking psychopath on the mound, but yeah. like, this dude's a like he's notorious for that. Like, being a nice guy in the clubhouse. Word. Just when he gets on the field, he's like fucking Wild Thing Vaughn from uh, Major League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, just on the field, he's a psycho. Yeah. Like in real life, nice guy, like down to earth. Like you would never expect it. But mm. get him in his uniform on the field, fucking yeah. psychopath. But that's. Kids like those kids are never going to forget that. Are those people, those men that are yeah. playing in that, like in double A, they're going to be like, yo, Max Scherzer bought me dinner. Yeah. Like, who the fuck are you? You're in double A. Those are the guys, like, and I feel like that brings them up. That's going to make them want to play better. Like, yeah, yo, I believe pay that. it forward. You know what I mean? Like, I could be doing this for guys. Yeah, absolutely. And then they're never going to forget this moment. Yeah. Like, I know, I, dude, if Max Scherzer, if I was on that team and just being in the, pre- not to sound like, oh, he's holier than now, but to be in the same presence, me being wanting to be a ball player and then, to play two games with Max Scherzer, yeah. to sit in a dugout with him and like learn from him, that may, that would just make me want to be better. Yeah, I, oh, yeah. oh, I'm in Double A. No, no, fuck that. I'm going to the show. Like I'm getting the Triple A. I'm going into the ball club. I'll be. I'm. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. you got guys that come. They get drafted out of high school. That blow an opportunity to go to college. And I don't want to use this name because he did make a name for himself and did well. But Billy Bean. He was the GM of the Oakland A's when Moneyball. You ever see the movie Moneyball? I know, but I know of it. So that year yeah. that they won the most games, they had the longest win streak. Yeah. You know, they showed his story throughout the movie too. Obviously a little embellished, but high school ball player who was nasty, like mm-hmm. really, really good ball player. He's got a full scholarship to go to college. The Mets mm-hmm. come to him and they're like, we're ready to draft you and bring you right now. Like showed him go to the minors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got to the show. Yeah, every team he went to, he was eh. Yeah, and then he realized like, I, 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 I wasn't that good. So there's a scene in the movie because he gets a first overall draft pick in the first round or like first round pick, and Jonah Hill plays like his number. Well, at this point, is now playing it's like his Brad number. Pitt and Jonah Hill. Yeah, Brad yeah. Pitt plays Billy Bean, and then okay. Jonah Hill plays a guy who didn't really ever exist. Oh, okay. They just threw him into the movie to like explain Moneyball a little bit more, uh-huh. like the. He was, it wasn't a real person, from what I understand. Like it was just an, a guy added in. Mm-hmm. But he calls jo- he's drunk and he calls Jonah Hill and he's like, so maybe it's like his inner voice. That's what I'm thing. thinking because this is uh, that's perfect because this is what he says to him. He goes, yeah. "Where would you have drafted me?" 
And he's like, what do you think? How do you think I was a good ball player? And Jonah Hill now working for him. He's like, yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, absolutely, man. You're a great, great ball player. Knowing that he was average. He's like, he's like, don't bullshit me. He's like, where would have you taken me in the draft? He's like, sixth round. Mm-hmm. And he kind of like was like, yeah, I know. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I agree. I, or in his head, he's like, I should have went to fucking college and took that scholarship. Should have went to college, yeah. But he became a GM and he did some wild shit to make that Oakland A's team. So it's like some guys have the baseball mind. But they can't put it on paper, if you will. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, absolutely. But I've always thought that was interesting that, like, those guys in single A who come out of high school, like, they have a full ride for, for go play college baseball, better themselves, get better, even though they're playing with metal bats. A little yeah. different. Dude, take the full ride, man. Yeah. Don't jump right up. And then you got a degree at the end of it. Exactly. Yeah. You got to have a fallback plan, man. No, but, it, like, it's also to, like, what you're saying, though, like, a lot of, like, the, like, good coaches – and like this, you'll find out they'd be like, oh, yeah, no, I played single A. And you're like, what? Yeah, no, I was there. I, I was like, I would have never made the MLB. And then you're like watching them show you how to hit. And you're like, oh, shit. That's how you're te- like you're you're teaching me because like you're you were sick. And you were yeah. like, but you knew like, yeah, I played single A. I was never making the MLB. But right. and you're like, oh, like when you start seeing people like how sick, like there actually is one dude, not that he's. I don't know how good he was. He plays softball, Sunday morning softball. And when he's in the outfield and catches a ball and then he ropes it in from the outfield all the way back to the pitcher, and you're like, that doesn't look right. Yeah. And then you're like, yo, that dude played single A like seven years ago. And you're like, but, or maybe even, I don't know what A he played. I don't want to like say yeah. that. But he might, he was, he was in minor leagues like seven years ago, just didn't pan out. And it's like, but now he's just was like somebody's cousin. So now he's playing Sunday morning softball for fun. And you're seeing him like these fucking ropes coming in. That's and a fucking like, softball too. Yeah, and you're like, I see people who are really good at softball. And you're like, these dudes are dope. And then he gets the ball and throws it in. You're like, that's something different. Yeah. And yeah. he wasn't even for close sure. enough to get to, he was MLB. And it's like, you could see the levels is like so different. You mind if I grab one of this for you? Yeah. How about I'm not taking your last one? It is? Yeah. Ah, no, right, forget it. You sure? I'll show, I'll show you. All right, show me. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, so it's like there's huge levels. Yeah. But, I mean, like, I could see that Billy Bean dude thinking, like, oh, yeah, I was fucking good. But when you start being a coach, you're probably like, oh, damn. I see all these dudes that are fucking fire, but they're not making it to the league. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, he had, like, the other thing, too, is, like, I don't want to get too much into Moneyball because that's something that we could talk about because that, that team made history. But, like, what he did was – what the way they went about it was smart. They had no salary cap. Like, they really couldn't afford to bring people in. You know what I mean? And, like, they show some of him – like, some of the trades he's making. And then when the whole Moneyball thing came about, the he gets on base. That was the big thing. Like, he brought Jonah Hill into the first meeting with the scouts and they were talking about guys who they're going to go after, who they're going to sign. And he would, like, write it in and throw it on the board. And then every time they asked a question, he'd be Jonah Hill's character being named Pete. He's like, Pete, it's because he gets on base. Mm-hmm. And like everybody they brought up. He's like, I'm just going to keep pointing at you. And every time I point at you, you tell them why we're going to go after these guys. Mm-hmm. And they showed like the on base percentage. They showed um, how many walks, like how many hits. Obviously, like there's a, a crazy like formula they followed. But they put together a team that basically knew how to get on base, like wait on the pitches. Yeah. Or they're just hitters. He took a catcher who couldn't really throw the ball anymore and made him a first baseman. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. He turned him into a first baseman. <laughs> and I'll never forget it because And this is like real based on the real story or that I'm sure there's a little embellishing. Yeah. But yeah. that team yeah. that team was yeah, they had like uh for example, they had a guy in there that played David Justice. Mm-hmm. Um Chad Bradford, who was like a submarine pitcher, underarm, like almost like Word. nobody any nobody wanted him because nobody saw pitches like that. Like yeah. basically scraping the mound. No, that's crazy. It's yeah. it's a do- yo, if you get a ch- if you get a chance to like watch it, the storyline, whatever, it's more about Billy Bean's life. But if you look at the baseball parts in there and like how they go about it, it's fucking dope. Like to really understand how he did it and like how he had to do it. Yeah. Crazy. That like, sounds sick. Well. Yeah. I got you. I actually, uh, I actually one of the one of the movies I actually own. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 hell yeah. Um, sorry, I didn't. Sorry, we got two off Moneyball, but we can talk about. That actually kind of ties in because the number one ranking right now, number, mm-hmm. you know, best team in the baseball. Talking about the New York Yankees. I mean, dude, they're that re- that record is not up to date. Uh, like the forty four and sixteen, they're mm-hmm. fifty eight and twenty one now. Um, so they're definitely number one in the power rankings. Like, let's let's be real about it. They're 13 games up on the Boston Red Sox. Oh, yeah. What the is this one old? Oh, they yeah. didn't update it yet? That's from June 12th. Do they, they should... have an updated one? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Come, I think it comes out uh, every Monday. Oh, July 5th. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, July 5th. That's covers. Yeah, I don't know why that. There we go. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I don't know why they've sent me to the one <laughs> like, from last month. 58 and 22. Sorry, I forgot we lost that game to the Cleveland on Sunday. I mean, as to be expected, I th- you know, they're on pace to win 117. Listen, I was talking to a I was talking to somebody today and they said, "I'm not really worried about uh I'm not really worried about setting any records in the regular season because the Mariners won 116 games in 2001 and they got knocked out in the first round." Yeah. So if even if we go 40-40 for the rest of the year, we still win 98 games. So just sit on that. Uh, this team is the second team. is That's the only team that I'm worried about in the American League. I know I mentioned a couple other teams, but the Houston Astros, um, again, as much as I hate them, they are scary. They are good. We've, we've had battles with them already this year. Um, we're five and a half games up on them in the American League. So got a little cushion on them. They're f- – 52 and 27. So they're having a hell of a start too. They jumped up. Or no, they're, they were two last week as well. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, Yankees were one. Yeah. The Dodgers. They jumped up one. They jumped up one. Yeah, they're uh they're having another another 50-win team. Uh they're up 5 games on the San Diego Padres and they're up a half a game on the Mets in the National League. I think the Mets should be at number 4 if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. Yeah, he should he should be coming back soon, if not already. That might have hurt me too, because I didn't have Mookie Betts for the week against Sid. Actually, yeah. I don't think I had him for against. You had um, him for he's been out for a minute now. Yeah, two weeks. I think he was been yeah. out for. But he'll be back, and when he does, it's. Gonna I think be, he is back. I think I started him this week. Beautiful. That's good to know. I like Mookie Betts now that he's not on the Red Sox. Hmm. Look at that beast throwing the ball right there. That's my guy, Kershaw. Love that dude. And then we had the Mets. Yeah, Mets at four. They moved back a spot. So Dodgers and Mets, little flippity flop. Another fifty win team, dude. They got thirty losses, but listen, that ain't shit. <laughs> they're fifty and thirty, man. They're they're the best team in the NL East. 
I think they have a three and a half game over the defending champion. Uh, they're up three and a half on Atlanta. That's impressive. And that's, again, without Max Scherzer and Jacob DeGrom. But now that Scherzer's back, there it is. DeGrom fans five, like I mentioned. Let's see. Let's watch. He started on Sunday. We got the Padres still at five, forty-seven and thirty-five record. They're not; they're no slouches. Fernando Tatis should be coming back, hopefully. Let's see this. It's the Grom's rehab start here. One-two slider, swung on and missed. A Florida State League in two thousand twenty-two. Payoff pitch from Degrom. Swing and a miss. He Fucking strikes out nasty, Santiago. Man. Pitch a little low. Check swing. He went around. Ah, oh, boo. You know he's, you know he's getting boo. that call. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's getting that call. Check swing, strikeout. 0-2 to Rodriguez. Swings Ooh. and misses at the slot. That was nasty. Is DeGrom the dude that used to have the hair? Oh, who am I thinking of with the hair? The Mets guy with the hair? No, Syndergaard. Syndergaard. Uh, I was about yeah. to say, damn, he cut the hair, dude. What the hell? Syndergaard. Did he still have the hair? Yeah, he still has the hair. He's out in uh, Anaheim. Uh, Sid, I, I don't know if Sid and Troy do. I think they have the hats with the hair attached to it. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's Thor hilarious. right there. That's what they used to call him. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. But he's looking good. Yeah. Brady. Okay, so the... The Brewers jumped up to the eighth spot from the 14th. Wow. Look at Tampa right out there. Tampa and Minnesota, those two teams. Minnesota's good, man. But they're right. They're not too far behind Boston. The Blue Jays jumped back. The Cardinals moved up a spot. They're now entering in the top ten. Paul Goldschmidt and is on fire. Their pitching staff is looking good. The Mariners, I'm surprised... Uh, they're they're second in their division, uh, behind the Astros, right? So, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I take yeah, the Mariners. They're 13 games back, so same thing as Boston. You know what I mean? Like another team who I didn't think was going to be in second. I honestly thought the Angels would be up there, but they're 16 and a half out. Whew! They lost. <laughs> they're on a four game losing streak. They seem to be on a, a lot of losing streaks this year. <laughs> But, yeah, Mariners are on a four-game win streak. They got a kid out there, Mikey, I was talking to you about earlier. His name's Julio Rodriguez. Unbelievable, man. He probably, if he doesn't win Rookie of the Year, it's going to be, I think, that dude Jeremy Pena from the Astros. But Julio Rodriguez, I think he has like 21 stolen stolen bases on the year. They were comparing his numbers to Griffey's rookie year, or in so many at-bats. I'm sorry. Griffey in his first X amount of at-bats to Julio in his first X amount of at-bats. Mm-hmm. Same amount of home runs. He has more RBIs and more stolen bases. Julio Rodriguez. Word. He's balling for him. He's, he's he's fun to watch, man. I've been uh, And the reason why I know this much about him is because I've taken him on a bunch of tickets and he's coming. Th- he's come clutch for me. Word. Like, take him on a stolen base, no problem. Yeah, hell yeah. So, it's going to be an interesting uh, second half of baseball after the All-Star break. I mean, we just got to hold off. The the biggest threat to us is Houston. That's the biggest threat, in in my opinion. I don't see any other team really giving us a tough time. Obviously, I say that now, but Pittsburgh's giving us a tough time, so go figure. But, yeah, man, let's see where Pittsburgh's at. 
Oh, okay. Okay, I'll take that back. They're in third place in their division. They ain't the best, but. Yeah, 32 and 47. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we should be winning that game, but what are you going to do? We all have our days. Man, that fucking Western division. I, I feel bad for the Rockies. I can't believe they're I can't believe they're a game behind Arizona. And the Giants too. The Giants, I'm very surprised at them. I thought they'd probably be close closer to fifty by now. Yeah, the Brewers and the Cardinals, they're gonna be battling out that division all year. That's not gonna stop. It's gonna remain those two in this and the NL Central. This one here, the AL East, I mean, as of right now, you know, the, like I said, the Mets have a three-and-a-half game lead on the Braves, but the Braves are the defending champs. They may not be 100% healthy, but kudos to the Mets, man. Them dudes are balling this year. Yeah, once All-Star break hits, it's, it's down to the nitty-gritty, man. Tampa Bay's beating Boston right now. I like that. I like it. I like it. Any last words for them will be? Let's go Yankees. Let's go Yankees. (laughs) (laughs) What do do you want to get into? Let's do a little NBA real quick. So I have a I have a question for the listeners and I I want I want their I'm gonna put it up on Instagram as well. So there he is, the man I want to bring up right there. So Kevin Durant, obviously, they're trying to work out a trade, from what I understand. He wants out of Brooklyn. He wants to play with Kyrie, but not in Brooklyn. Kyrie, as we know, took the option to stay with Brooklyn, but he's saying he's not going to play there this year. Uh, what I think about this whole situation is I would love for him to come to the Suns that's one of his destinations. I get that. But I believe, number one, the price is going to be way too expensive. But I feel like the Rudy Gobert trade with Minnesota, I mean, listen, they gave up four players and five first-round draft picks for Rudy Gobert. I mean, that sets a tone for, like, you're giving that for Rudy Gobert. What are you going to give for Kevin Durant? five players and seven draft picks. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot. And that would be the only way a lot of teams can afford them. Because they still have, like, I think he still has, like, $42 million or some shit on the uh, on his contract that we would have to pick up, that any team would have to pick up. So from a buddy of mine who lives out west in Arizona, he messaged me today. Shout out to my boy Rob. He's like, yo, he's like, it's been mad quiet. So... Nothing on DeAndre Ayton, who's a free agent. So he thinks that they're working on they're they're working on a three team trade to try to still acquire Kevin Durant. This is his take that he did not hear this on any radio stations. Like he usually gives me the the heads up, like yo, Phoenix Sports is talking about this. Like mm-hmm. he said, this is my take on it. He's like, I think they're trying to work out a three team trade so that we can get Durant, but also make sure that we can get something back for DeAndre Ayton and see what the third team has to offer. Because essentially, if they get rid of DeAndre Ayton, we need a center. Because then we have we don't have a center. Mm-hmm. McGee sign, um, JaVale McGee signed with Dallas. And then we have DeAndre Ayton. 
So we would have to get a center back in the trade. And the really other thing that we need, personally, in my opinion, is we need a point guard, a backup point guard for Chris Paul. I know Kemba Walker is not a bad idea. I know I've mentioned that a couple times. We can get him for, like, league minimum mm-hmm. for, like, a year or two. He's still young. He's going to be sitting behind CP3. But the question I ask the fans out there, I know a lot of people that – I know a lot of Brooklyn fans. Obviously, the main goal is to keep Kevin Durant. But, listeners, where does Kevin Durant go? I would love to see him come to the Suns just because I'm a Suns fan. But realistically – where does he go? Stephen A. seems to think he wants to go to the Suns. Did you see he, that? He said he said it. He said he either wants to go to Miami or he wants to go to Phoenix. The problem there is the Nets came back to Phoenix and said, we want Devin Booker. And we just gave him a max contract. Like, Why would you give up the best player in the league on the best team? Like, you can't give well, up. I mean, you know, uh, not technically, but yeah. if you're the best player on the best team. You're the best player in the league. Yeah. You're not getting rid of him. No. So everybody said that trade that trade talk has died down. But the fact that it's a little quiet, there has to be some moving pieces going on. Now, do I think he signed somewhere else? I think that Kevin Durant wants to go to I personally think in the back of his mind, he's like, Yo, I'm about to go back to Golden State. I hate to think that. I don't want to see that happen. But the trade that they would have to offer him are for four good prospects. I mean, they're champions. You're talking about Andrew Wiggins being one of them. I'd keep Wiggins, man. I know he's not the best, and obviously it's Kevin Durant, but, like, you're going to be giving up a, a whole lot for this guy. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? I mean, at the end of the day, who knows? See, they said they keep talking about him and Kyrie going to the Lakers. I, they'd have to trade Russell Westbrook and they'd have to trade Anthony Davis. Like, that's the only way that works. LeBron, Kyrie, and, and KD, I don't want to face that. Nobody wants to face that. Nobody wants to, I mean, Lakers fans want to see it. Yeah. Nobody else is going to want to see it. I, I Personally, I don't think so. But you guys hit us up on Instagram. I want to hear your opinions on where you think Kevin Durant gets traded. It, it's something that we could talk about until it actually happens because we don't know if it's going to happen. But I would love to love to see and hear what you folks think. That's all I got to say about the rant. <sighs> These guys. I thought maybe. I'll I know. I thought maybe it would be up there front and center. So uh, the New York Knickerbockers are probably going to be getting penalized, or excuse me, penalized for tampering uh, the Jalen Brunson signing. I don't know where this came from. I just saw this uh, today. I'm not sure exactly what happened, but I know Jalen Brunson made it very clear to Dallas that they were going to, that he was going there. So let's see. Says Brunson was reported to have struck a four-year four-year deal with, worth over one hundred million with the Knicks before uh, negotiating period officially opened last week, while he was still attached to Dallas. That makes sense. So people around the league now expect the Knicks to get ding, dinged for tampering, according to Fred Katz of the Athletic. 
From what I've gathered, the Mavericks are quite frustrated with the Knicks, and not just because reports of a finished deal came out before New York was even allowed to speak with Brunson. That's what Katz wrote. Dallas wasn't thrilled about Knicks executive William Worldwide West Wesley showing up courtside to a Mavs Jazz playoff game either. Oh, I bet Mark Cuban was flipping a shit when he saw that. Says the Knicks wouldn't be first team in recent years to get penalized for tampering. The NBA took away a second round pick from the Milwaukee Bucks following their failed sign and trade with the Sacramento Kings for Bog for Bodgan. Bodgan? Bodgan. Bodgan Bogdanovic. <laughs> He's got his, the first name is the same as the last name? Yeah. Jesus. Bogdan Bogdanovic. <laughs> in 2020, the Chicago Bulls and Miami Heat got hit with the same punishment for tampering with Lonzo yep. Ball and Kyle Lowry, respectively, yeah. last offseason. So. Yeah. No, I remember that. Kyle Lowry, that was a big thing. Miami was like, yo, you're coming here, dude. <laughs> Don't even tell him. Oh, uh, and it's saying, right, someone's put, throwing other people under the bus. It says, Brunson and the Knicks probably weren't the only parties having illegal early contact. Several free agent contract agreements were reported in just the opening minutes of free agency. Yeah. Oh, dude, listen, there's definitely, definitely other teams that do that shit. It's a known fact. But, listen, at the end of the day, that's what the Knicks wanted. They got their man. They wanted Jalen Brunson. They were all gung-ho on him. I hope it works out for you guys, Knicks fans. I know you've been suffering. I hope it works out for you guys. I've been there before, man, <laughs> for a long time. I feel like that happens in all sports, man. There's nothing you could do about it. Everybody's going to go ahead and, like, make moves beforehand. It's just about it getting leaked or not. You know, it happens in all sports. We hear it in football. Basketball is more, I feel like you hear about it more in basketball than you do other sports, but definitely happens all across the board, 100%. But we'll see. We still got a lot of basketball free agency to go. Uh, like I said, IG hit us up. What do you think about Kevin Durant? Where is he going? What's he going to take to get a trade done? Brooklyn fans, what do you want to see happen? I know you're probably fed up with both of those guys, so hit us up. And we're going to be covering more free agency talk in the upcoming weeks. But, yeah, I had to touch on that. Uh, I want to make sure that Kevin Durant, because that's all we've been hearing. It's like going on ESPN. Is you either hearing about the Lakers or Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving? Like, that's all you're hearing about right now. So, we'll see. Only time will tell, my friends. buddy so yeah we got into a little ufc man oh man so the last ufc card july 4th it was a, a pretty crazy card i got to watch it tone got to watch it yes so let's start off with let's just start off with the sean o'malley fight oh man like man i was super excited for sean o'malley and I still am because I'm a big Sean O'Malley fan. But it's like, why does this type of shit have to happen? <laughs> For real, dude. And it's like, it also sucks because you can't, like, I, from especially from the Al Jermaine Sterling thing with Peter Yan, when somebody gets injured, you can't, like, you, like, you always want to be like, oh, it's not, it wasn't that bad. 
Yeah. But it's like, yeah, at the end of the day, it's like, it's not you in that fucking ring. Exactly. So it's like, you, you ever, like, maybe, like, when you stub your toe, you should tell yourself, yeah, oh, that's not that bad. Because you just stubbed your toe. Yeah. You know, but, like, so, when I, <laughs> but when I seen Sean O'Malley and he fucking gets the eye poke, because that's basically what the, the fight ended yeah, on, was, was like, the eye poke. It was like a straight. The only thing I don't understand is how come you don't, you're not, you don't have your hand in a fist. Like, like, it looked like a counter. But instead of why don't I don't understand why he didn't just punch him. Yeah, he, why'd you have the open? Like, palm? why did he push his hand? Why'd you yeah. push his face? You he, know, he grabbed him like right here, like perfectly lined up with yeah. his eye. It wasn't like you didn't know where. Like you're watching what you're doing. Yeah. So it's like, and also though, but when you watch it back, you go like, man, the, like the finger didn't go in the eye, but it's still an eye poke. So it's yeah. like. Well, if you you heard what he was saying in the corner, he's like, "I can't. It's it's black. I can't see anything." Yeah, I mean, and that's what I'm saying. I don't want to say like he's lying, but yeah, just sucks because like Sean Malley was winning the fight, but not like 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 overwhelmingly. No, and it's like the guy. I feel like there was at any moment this guy. You never know. He might like wake up and start fucking really coming at him, and then all of a sudden it was like, "Oh, now he's got his eye poked." Yeah. And it's like, <clears throat> it's an easy out. I thought they were going to give Sean Malley the loss. I thought they were too. And I was going to be like, oh, fuck no. But yeah. they gave him the no contest. But like when he poked him in the eye, I was just like, man, I, I mean, I don't know. I guess you'd have to be poked in the eye at that moment to be like, I really can't see. Or he's just going to be like, yo, I don't feel like fighting anymore. I yeah. think I'm about to get my ass whooped. This dude's about to fuck me up, man. I'm, I'm about to get, what did Adrian Broner say? I can't lie, I'm getting cooked. Like, that's what it seemed like. Yeah. Because, like, when, I don't know, maybe I'm overlooking it. Like, you watch way more UFC than I do. But, like, when even when they were up talking to him and the ref was talking to him, like, he kept, like, and again, it's, we don't know, it's him. But when he kept, like, blinking his eye, I was like, mm, I was like, I don't know, man. Like, yeah. I mean, it's definitely, it just seems like, so he, so they called Sean O'Malley for the low blow mm-hmm. earlier. And then when you look at the at the kick, it looked like it was the stomach. Yeah. But it was below the belt. But you know what I mean? So it was stomach, but so it was low. It was low enough to, for them to call it. So they're like, all right, give it a break. And then he gets the eye poke. And then it's like, I feel like. I forgot about you, my oh, bad. And I feel like, though, that if. Uh, it's like if you're going to be. It's like the same thing what they did for Aljo. That's why I feel bad. But I don't know how Aljo is feeling. But you get an illegal knee to your head, right? So this is how I'm thinking. If I'm going to break it down, if you get an illegal knee to your head, whether it hurt a lot or just a little bit, it was an illegal knee. Now they're expecting you to get back up and keep fighting after you were just illegally kneed in your head. Yeah. So whether or not it was like from zero to hundred, if it was a seven or a ten, if you get illegally need in the head, you're probably like, I don't want to fight anymore. Yeah. Like now they want me to get up and just brush it off. It's like, so then he laid on. He was like, I can't fight. I'm fucked up. <coughs> Everyone's like, he's acting. He's acting. But it's like, dude, if I'm gonna fight and you illegally need me in the head, and now I, my head hurts. And they're like, yo, just get up. It, like, it wasn't that big of a deal. Like, they'll deduct points. Okay, but now my head hurts. 
maybe I'm like I'm now I'm not all there. Exactly. Like I didn't get punched with a a, a right hook that I didn't see coming. Then, because then he would have jumped on me and finished the fight. Yeah. I got need, and they stopped the fight because it's illegal, and now I have to get back up and get in it while this guy's fresh after just kneeing me in the head. Yeah, he's walking around chilling. That's yeah. like, okay, let's start the fight, but first let me slap you as hard as I fucking can in the <laughs> face, and then we'll start fighting. Yeah. It's like, now I'm fucking at a deficit, you know? So it's like the same thing with that. It's like if he did get poked in the eye, I'm sure he's going to sit there and go, I can't see, I can't see, because maybe it's a little blurry. But what, like, now what? You have to fight the whole fight with a blurry right eye? Yeah, it's disadvantage. It kind of sucks because if you get beat, you're going to be like, yo, my right eye was blurry the whole fight. And yeah, I, couldn't, like, oh, I couldn't see him. Why didn't you stop the fight then? You know, you can't win. Yeah, no, nah, exactly. It's a lose-lose situation. But yeah. I do. But when you watch it, I do think I'm like, oh, he didn't get poked in the eye that bad. But, I mean, who, who am I to say? Like, Exactly. That's the thing. You don't know how much pressure he was putting. You don't know how hard that straight palm was coming in either so i agree man I, I was really excited for that fight like especially i mean the well the the it's just like o'malley himself like he's he's an entertainer so like i was it's really it's he's like a guy that you should hate yeah but i just liked him from the beginning so yeah i know like, exactly what you're saying yeah like he's i was really looking forward to that fight for sure man that was so that ended up in a no contest. So wait, so wait, let's go to our, our I forgot our picks. All right. We, we started so off with. We had Gabe Green against Ian Gary. We had Gabe Green with win by submission. Well. Wait, did you end up picking Jim Miller when I asked you to? I thought. I, I, I did. I didn't know if you were going to just take the pick out or if you were oh, going to no, switch I, it. I switched it. I took you Jim did. Miller. So we took. We ruined the whole parlay with the first one. Yeah. That was, that was the, like kind of a long shot, but. He was he's a submission guy, and then it ended up being a close decision. Yeah. So, hey, listen, we your 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 UFC picks are solid. I mean, that's the only thing we lost on that ticket. That's why I try to tell I tell you don't parlay them because you never know with UFC. That's like a hard parlay. I put in a separate one, and my dumbass took uh, Brad Riddle. Oh yeah. I didn't realize the friggin' height difference and the reach difference, dude. Did, wait, did you? Did we take one of these guys? No. Okay. I put a separate thing in on the so side. So this guy is the biggest guy to ever fight at 55 so far. I, I, when, when I'm watching the fight, I realized that, and I heard him say it. I was like, son did of we, a bitch. Did we, we might have mentioned it last episode because I saw uh, somebody talking about him. Mm. And they were like, watch out for this guy because he's like Izzy, but in the 55. Because like, well, but Izzy's not super big, but he's big for... He's like tall and lanky. Yeah. This dude's fucking at fifty five or whatever he is. Like dude, that shit was crazy, dude. But yeah, the only when you messaged me and you're like, yo, if you're gonna parlay it, you know, I hate to say it, but don't don't take cowboy. So I said, Okay, well if that's the case, I'm definitely going Jim Miller. Yeah. Um I you know, after you talked about it and after we talked about UFC and the the fights that we've covered for him, you know, you made the you made it the right point. You're like, dude, well, he's just gonna get knocked out. I mean, he lost by submission, submission in this but- one, but I wonder if it was rear naked because I didn't, I didn't see the Cerrone fight. Um, I want oh, trying to remember. I want to say maybe guillotine. Okay, like he's like Cowboys getting beat up, but then it ended in a, a guillotine. Yeah, or like because a lot of that's like a lot of times people are getting beat up, it'll end up in a rear naked choke, and you're like fuck, it should have been a knockout. I feel like I feel like it was. Yeah. Or it could well, so it says around one. I mean around two. So, I mean, guillotines are also, I fucking, not that I hate them, guillotines and spinning back fists, to me, 
are like the ultimate. It's not the cheat code. But when I see people lose in a guillotine or a, a, a spinning back fist, I'm always like, oh, my God. God damn it. Yeah. Because it could be at any point in the fight. doesn't matter if you're losing four rounds to zero. You just grab a guillotine and fucking yank it in. Or a fucking spinning back fist, Hail Mary. And it's like. I know. It's like a blind punch, dude. It literally is. You're just like, hey, this guy might be behind me. I'm going to swing the spinning back fist. Boom, knockout. You're losing the whole fight. Like, but I mean, it's that's what fighting is. But I just hate to see people get knocked out by that. You're winning the whole fight. Or the fucking guillotine. Like, Khabib almost lost to, lost, almost lost to Justin Gaethje. If I'm mm. not mistaken, I think it was Gaethje. Khabib's doing his thing. All of a sudden, Gaethje fucking cranks in a guillotine. But that was the tightest guillotine i ever seen anybody get out of. Khabib dude. just, like, just like slipped his fucking thumb head out of it, dude. Their guys are built, like, their necks are, like, the size of their fucking heads. So it's like, good luck grabbing that fucking thing. Yeah, fuck that, dude. Yeah. Well, let me see. Um, yeah, guillotine choke. So I hate, he slipped. Hate to see it. He slipped. If he didn't, if he, if like, he so might have been winning the fight. Now they, thinking about yo, it, they both threw head kicks at the same time, and they both connected. But one of them ended up being a rib shot because Cerrone slipped, and when he slipped, that's when Jim jumped on him. Uh got him in the guillotine. That's, yeah. Because uh, Cerrone is good. He's a good fucking fighter, but he gets caught. He just gets caught. And then, I mean, dude, he, like, we looked at it. I think w- maybe it was last week we looked at his records. Yeah. Most tied for most fights with Jim Miller yeah, in no, the UFC. They announced, like, on the way out, it was dope. Like, they announced all of it. They're like, oh, no way. Look at their records 35 yeah. and 16 to 36 and 17. Yeah. Is that updated? Or are they tied yeah. now? No, I think that's updated. Okay, word. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hell yeah, that is updated. It's, yeah, it's crazy, dude. Yeah, they uh, Joe Rogan and uh, DC were talking about it when they were coming out. Damn, dude. Fucking two vets on the prelims, dude. The yo, he yo, I not I love Sean O'Malley. Jim Miller versus Cerrone should have been the the first main card fight. Mm. Yeah, Donald Cerrone, you don't put him on the main card. And they could have because they canceled the, uh, what's it called, the Misha oh, Tate Oh, yeah, fight. dude. They could have fit him right in. They had a slot. That's insane, dude. And they could have moved one of the early prelims because there was only like three of them. They could have just put those on the, the main. You know what I mean? Like, they could have put on the prelims. On the, whatever, though. Hey, I will say this much. It was a smart move you telling me to switch it out. Yeah, so then we so we hit the Cerrone. Yep. We hit Jim Miller fight. We hit that. We were going to hit on the Sean O'Malley. Yep. Hopefully. I'm pretty sure he was going to knock him out. Absolutely. And then Robbie Lawler versus Brian Barbarina. And we talked about it. And last time I, I picked Jose Aldo versus Cheeto Vajara, which I think Vajara, Cheeto. Mm-hmm. And he's the guy that fought Sean O'Malley when Sean O'Malley broke his ankle. Yes. So that's Sean O'Malley's only loss. So, but I didn't know because his name is Marlon, but I didn't know him as Marlon. I knew him as Cheeto. So when I saw Marlon Vajara versus uh, Jose Aldo, I was like, "Yo, Renzo, let's take Jose Aldo on this ticket that we t- that we did," and I hit every hit except for that one. So I was like, "I'm never gonna fucking um, bet on the old guy anymore." Yeah. So then Robbie Lawler came up, and I was like, "Renzo." Are we been on Robbie Lawler? <laughs> and we were, I was like, he's like, yeah, we probably should, right? And I was like, nah, dude, we can't because 
he's old. Not that like he's too old to win, but when you're old, it's just like you're not no not everybody's Glover to share. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's like, so I was like, fuck it, let's let's go for Barbarina. It worked. And so that fight, if you watched it and you had bet on Barbarina, you were fucking on the edge of your seat. Yeah, that was nuts. Because Robbie Lawler controlled that fight. Barbarina would answer here and there, but Robbie Lawler controlled that whole fucking fight until, well, I mean, the whole first round, really. Yeah, the whole first round. It wasn't much, but fucking... then fucking I was, yeah I was tell, I was telling fucking Renzo I was like yo we might be in trouble here like because I was like yo fucking Robbie Lawler is fucking kicking ass Dude, and all fuck him up. Barbarina answers with this fucking right that when I saw it it's so funny because when I saw him hit Robbie Lawler with it and Robbie Lawler like took a step back and then came forward I was like oh Renzo we're fucked we're like Robbie Lawler he's never going down yeah. like this is it this is his fight and all of a sudden. He starts throwing these punches that had no sense to them. I was like, yo, I think he's out. Dude, you looked at his face at one point when he was up against the, the yeah, cage. Yeah, that was right before he got knocked out. Yeah. So, yeah, he's standing in the middle of the ring, and his eyes are, like, googly. And he's throwing punches. Like, it looked like as if, like, me and Renzo squared up, and we're, and we're fucking with each other. Yeah. Like, and just, like, throwing hands at each like, other. Like, rock'em, sock'em, bobbers Yeah, like, just, shit. like, fucking around. Like, ah, I would've got you, I would've got you. Like... It like looked like that. I'm like, yo, he can't even throw a punch. And I think Barbarina noticed, but he was smart. He was scared a little. You saw him like he was getting rocked all the whole fight, and he was like, I can't just rush in because I don't know if he's not if he's gone or this not. This dude's fucking with me. Yeah, like you know what I mean. I've seen that before. Me too. Where people like act a little bit rocked, and then I think fucking I don't know Derek Lewis or. Brun- well, a big guy. I think I seen. Yeah, that I think it was Derek Lewis. Right. I'm pretty sure it was Derek Lewis. Recently, I think recently. Recently, I think because oh, he was getting his. Well, we thought he was uh, the last. His last fight, he won. Right, that was the fight when we were here watching it. Because he he was getting rocked. He was, but the dude hit him with like a left, like a left uppercut or something. He kind of did one of these, and then he ended up knocking the dude out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. Was, like was fine. Like it, like that woke him up actually. Like yeah, thank you for hitting me with that uppercut because now I'm awake and I'm about to drop you. Yeah, yeah. That's mad funny, dude. But, um, yeah, but. That's what I was kind of thinking for um, Robbie Lawler. And then he couldn't throw a punch. Yeah. And then Barbarina just kept throwing him up to the fence. And then the ref stopped it. He never even fell down. No. Robbie Lawler never touched the mat. I don't think he even, yo, he didn't know what was happening. He didn't. Once they stopped the fight, I think he, like, was like, oh, yeah, I was getting fucked up. Yeah. Like, He's damn, like, what the f- fuck? Like, he was. His facial expression said it all. Like I said, up against the cage. I was watching him with Evbo. He came through to my pop's crib that night. And he was like, even he said it. He's like, yo, when he was on the cage, he didn't know what he didn't. He forgot where he was. Yep. You know what I mean? I was like, dude, yeah. that that was crazy. That was a good call, though. I mean, it made it made sense. Like we fuck with Robbie Lawler, but it oh, just it was yeah. it, it just made sense yeah. to that Barbarina, uh, all the because so like Robbie Lawler's fought all the who's who mm-hmm. of everybody. I was checking Barbarina though. He just came off a win off Matt Brown, which is. That's, no easy fight. I must say, that's not easy. No, but Robbie Lawler, I think, might also have a win over Matt Brown, but Matt Brown is a beast. Yeah. Like, if you're beating Matt Brown, you, you're... you. So that's why I was like, he's young. I mean, 18 and 8 is not young, but he's younger, and he also just come off a win off Matt Brown. He's right Like, he's on the way. He's probably trying to get his weight up to a title fight. Oh, absolutely. So absolutely. I was like, yeah, let's go with him. And then I got scared. Yeah. 
Nah, dude, I get it. I was watching it too. I'm looking literally like as soon as it was mad funny in the group chat, Renzo texted me and he's like, Well, there goes our ticket. And then literally everything else hit. I know. In this fight, this is this is our guy. Yeah, so Whew. Alex Pereira. Whew. It's Alex. But it's 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 Alex Pajera. No, it's two it's double H's. Pajea. Yeah. Alex Pajea. Yes. So it's Alex Pajea. That's how you say it because he's Brazilian. Yes. So, but that's our guy. He's so it's. I thought the most fucked up thing that the UFC as I've ever seen do is on an Izzy main card. They showed multiple highlights of him getting knocked out. I saw in that. kickboxing. That was nuts. I could. I don't care it. if it's Alex. If it's Alex Pajea coming in and he's. I. I think he's. I don't know if he can. I don't know if he's going to be Izzy because Izzy's smart. So, like, he won't just get knocked out. He might get knocked out, but he's not just going to, like, how everyone else just walks straight up to him and gets knocked out, which is insane. Yeah. But he, they kept showing him knocking Izzy out. Dude, more, like, you're I'm sure he correct. had to be pissed. Oh, it just gave him more fuel to that. It just added more fuel to the fire. I know it would for me. And then, so, and then he mentioned, obviously, you're going to mention it. Yeah, he's like I'm the only guy that knocked Izzy out, right? And he's like I'm the next fucking guy. I'm gonna face him. I'm gonna beat him. Whatever. About it. He said, but forget all that. When he walked up to Sean Strickland, <laughs> who is no dude, he's 25 and four. Yeah, he's a beast. He is a beast. He was making his run up to the title. Like he was like, yo, I'm gonna be the next guy. He's talking so much shit. Yeah, we was. watched a, a little bit of that press conference when he was talking shit. Yeah, and uh, to Izzy. Started talking about it, and then Izzy was like, "Yo, you better pay attention to this dude because he's gonna fucking knock you out." <laughs> yeah, and just like yo, the knockout, like keep your hands up, dude. Yo, for real, he just walked right into what it. What the fuck did you think was gonna happen? This, like this dude is so he what he lost his first fight. I think we saw that right. Yeah, we covered that. And what what was it? Uh, so I bet you he got submitted. I feel like he got submitted. Let's see. Yeah, rear naked yeah. choke in his first fight. That always fucking happens. It's like Brock Lesnar got um, Frank Mir fucking ankle picked him or yeah. something in in his first UFC fight. Or like I don't know. I think it was a ankle, a leg lock. Yeah, they put him in a uh, leg submission. Dude, if you're Brock Lesnar and you're like, okay, WWE, fucking, they got the ankle lock, whatever, yeah. and you're fucking fighting Frank Mir, who is the the pound for pound best heavyweight, like he was, he's a beast. Yeah, Frank, Frank Mir. Mir was the man. And you go up against him, you're like, I'm gonna fucking knock this dude out, and you can't knock him out, and then he gets you on the mat and fucking puts you in an ankle lock, and you're like, that's real, <laughs> you know? But it's just like, of course, Brock Lesnar gets submitted his first UFC fight because any UFC fighter that's gonna fight Brock Lesnar is, I'm gonna fucking get this guy on the ground and fucking choke him out. Yeah, because this dude, I'm not letting this dude fucking hit me. And then that's what happens. And then Black Lesnar goes, oh, shit, that is an option. Now all I have to train that. And then, then never again was he submitted like that. You know what I mean? So it's like, but like Alex Pereira, uh, Alex Pahea, but he was probably fucking, what is it, third round. He was probably whooping ass mm-hmm. and fucked up, and he was fighting a jujitsu guy, and the guy got his back and choked him out. Same thing that fucking Nate Diaz did to Connor. Yeah. Connor was whooping his ass. He's bloody to a pulp. But the thing is, Nate Diaz bloodies up quick because yeah. he's got mad, like, scar tissue. Mm-hmm. And 
bloodied up, bloodied up, falls to the floor with Nate Diaz. Big mistake. Boom. Choked out for the, and now you lost. So, but other than that, we got knockout, knockout, knockout. Fucking UFC, his first fight in the UFC, flying knee to punches, knockout. Then we have a decision versus Bruno. So, so we know he can fight in last three rounds. Definitely. And, not, and then a fucking knocks out Strickland. So he's like, hasn't really fought anybody except for now Strickland, but he's already a problem. Get, hey, man. he's Somebody's already got his eyes on him. And I've been telling everybody when he fights, bet the knockout. Except Absolutely. for that, I guess that one fight, he did have the decision. But bet the knockout. Yeah. He's coming in and he's fucking knocking dudes out. Training at a Danbury? I think he's training with Glover. Yeah. So. Crazy. Dude, if he's training with Glover, I can't even imagine if he fucking is really focused in training. I can't wait for someone to put him on the ground. And then he fucking gets somebody in a fucking arm bar or fucking Kimura or something crazy. Like, and you're like, what the fuck? I thought he was knocking dudes out. Like, yeah, he was until you took him down. And he's been with Glover fucking working (laughs) the mat. And he's like, dude, Glover is no joke. You got to be an all around fighter. You know what I mean? Like, you got to, whether it be defensively, whether it be offensively, I feel like you have to be well rounded. Oh, and MMA, it's, it's like, it's like, it's, there's, there's different levels because like, when you talk about like wrestlers, like if you talk about like a Ben Askren, when he was in Bellator, he just straight manhandled everybody, and he was champ in Bellator. And when he came to UFC, also was doing the same fucking thing. He lost to Jorge Masvidal on a strategically placed knee, yeah, because Masvidal and his camp, which is so crazy, because hindsight it sounds so fucking obvious, but he's like, "Yo, the dude's gonna shoot you," because like he knows if he get grabs a hold of you, you're done. And that's true. Or I don't care how good you are on the ground. If Ben Askren grabbed you and took you down in that first round, that, that, like if he didn't put you out, you're on the back of your whole the whole first round. And then the second round, you're gonna be fucked because you're tired as fuck. <laughs> He's gonna fucking take you down again. So it's like, or Masvidal planned it out perfectly, strategic knee, Definitely. and knocked him out. But if he doesn't hit that, it's like, how does the fight go? Yeah. Exactly. Because Ben Askren, he might, he's not even, he's never, he's not going to stand with you at all. His hands are going to be up, and he's going to be waiting to, th- like, block your punch and go in for a take. Like that's yeah. what he's going to do, and he's going to manhandle you until he gets a choke, or you know, it's like, yeah, but he fuck. gets knocked out. Dude, that was one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my life. Fastest knockout in UFC history. Yeah. So and Masvidal was so hyped for that. He he. Dude, I didn't realize though. Also, how how much of a vet Masvidal was. Yeah, me neither. Because he's got fucking forty fights under his belt. Yeah, dude, he's just an animal. So, but good yeah. shit for Alex because definitely man. he's my bet. He, he's going to be the first time. He's going to be my first guy to I bet against Izzy. Mm. Definitely, because once that fight happens, I don't think it's gonna. I don't think, but the way the UFC's been going, it it. I don't, maybe there is nobody else. Like, I'm trying, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think. We got Robert Whitaker. We got, no, 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 no. Wait, we're, yeah. Robert Whitaker. Sean Strickland, I think it was four. Uh, Who else is in there? I can't even think. That's how fucking... Stupid I am. Let's see. 
Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Yeah, Vittori, Derek Brunson, Paulo Acosta. It's not. It's Paulo Acosta. Oh damn! Damn. So our boy Alex went from not ranked to six. Yeah, he jumped up fast, bro. Damn, dude. That's fucking. That's big for him. So he. So he fought Sean Strickland, who was number four before this fight, and they dropped him to seven. After losing to Alex Pahea, which is fucking kind of fucked up. That is pretty fucked up. Because, like, what is that? What are they trying to, what are they saying? Like, are they saying that he lost to a non-ranked guy? Or, so that means that, like, you can, like he just lost to the number six guy. You can't say he lost to the, a non-ranked guy if he went by, he went from non-ranked to six. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you didn't like that means you're saying that uh Alex can't beat Paulo Costa, can't beat Darren Brunson, can't beat Marvin, can't beat any of these guys, not even come close to make Strickland move down past all of them behind Alex. Like now they made Alex ranked higher than him because he won't beat him. But are you saying that Alex is good or he, or or he's not? Like Yeah, I hear what you're to saying. To me it's like to to drop him to seven because he like, but put him at six above him is kind of crazy. Strickland's twenty four and five or twenty five and four. Like he should be ranked four, where he was just because he lost to this guy who might be the next champion. How could you put him from behind him now? Like, just because you know, like just because like like Cannonier is ranked two but just fought for the title because Robert Whitaker lost the title but Robert Whitaker didn't go behind Cannonier now because yeah. we all know Robert Whitaker is better than Cannonier. Oh, for sure. Alex Pereira, yeah, he beat Strickland but that doesn't mean he's a better ranked fighter than him at least because in my mind because like uh Alex didn't beat anybody else. Yeah. So I could see you can move Strickland I would say you kept him at 4 put Pereira f- at five or six, but to put him in front of like, I don't know. I see what you're saying. Like to me, it's like crazy that you would move Strickland back so far because he lost to a guy that might be the next champion. When like all these guys, Paulo Costa, Derek Brunson, Vittori, they're all ranked there. They have no shot at the title. Yeah, not like nobody. I see, no, I get it. I know? get where you're coming from. I think people um, wanted might want to see Strickland versus Izzy. Maybe not now, but I, I mean. Yeah, I th- I would want to see. I personally, I'd want to see it, but I don't want to. I'd want to see him fight any other any of those guys again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would love to see that. Let's see. So where which one? Where's Kamzat at? Right. So when Kamzat beat Gilbert Burns, perfect example. Kamzat was ranked like eleven, I'm and he sure. went to three, and Gilbert Mer- Gilbert Burns just moved behind him. Right, but does that mean Kamzat should have passed? Fucking. Jorge Masvidal, Steven Wonderboy Thompson, Vincent Luca. Like, should he, should he just jump past all those guys? Or should that does that mean Gilbert Burns should drop now down to, to nine? Because he lost to 11. So I was like, but they didn't move Gilbert Burns down to seven or eight. Like, that's why I'm like. Yeah. Alex Pereira was not ranked because he this is his, like, third UFC fight. Yeah, exactly. And he hasn't really, like you said, he hasn't really fought anybody yet. Man, I mean, that was a brutal knockout. But, yeah. like. Keep, like you said, keep your fucking hands up, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like Strickland, you fucking are twenty four wins. Yeah, you fucking walked four right losses, and it's like you like walked right into it. 
So hands hands not even close to like no blocking maneuver. It was like you look like a fucking zombie almost. Yeah, I'm not sure if I agree with that because I know like yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. But um, whatever, yeah, they're pushing a uh, they're pushing for something. That's what I think. Yeah, they just don't like Strickland. Strickland's probably pissed. He's like, "How do I drop behind Paulo Costa because I lost to this motherfucker who's yeah. knocking? Who's gonna <laughs> like?" You know, it's crazy. It's crazy how the rankings work in UFC, man. Yeah. It's like, look at Amanda Nunes. Oh, that's women's pound for pound. But Amanda Nunes still ranked number one, obviously. But I don't know. I think they did him a little dirty there, but that could just be me. Maybe I just don't understand how the rankings work. It's a possibility, man. I certainly don't get it. I certainly do not. But yeah, and then what was the last fight? We had the Izzy Volkanovski and Holloway. Oh, dude, how can I yeah. forget that? Well, that was a fucking beating. What a what a fucking dude! That cut. Whew. God damn! They that could have cut. put three. They could put three Q-tips in that. Easily, the Q-tip disappeared into his head yep. when they was fixing it. Oh, it was brutal. Oh, it was fucking. And then every time he went like this, like blinked his eyes or like moved his eyebrows, shit just popped open oh, after a my while. God, and, dude. Oh, dude, what a fight, man! That was tough, but good, good on uh, fucking Holloway because he, like, obviously he's a fucking true like fighter. He's yeah. one of the best of all time in UFC. But he acknowledged Volk and was like, "Yo, dude, you go up, go 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 up to fifty five and get that belt." Like, because he's like, "You're fucking too good." He's like, "Beat you got you got to be champ, champ." So we. We need to go for the fourth. Uh, this isn't over yet. We need to go for the fourth. I'm, yeah, he's I'm like, still he's up like, 2-0 on you. <laughs> yeah, he said I'm up 2-0 on knockdowns. Because, yeah. yo, that, that second fight, uh, he won the first two rounds. He had two knockdowns. He knocked him down twice. But Vogue uh, recovered and kept fighting. Then the third round switched up. I don't know what happened. Mm. Turned a switch on. Volkanovski went off. And just dominated the last three rounds of the fight, and it went, great. and it went fucking. Uh, it could have went, and it could have went either way because the way Max Holloway put him down on the mat twice in the first in the first two rounds, yeah, like that's a big deal because the, the the fight went to decision. But Volkanovski dominated the third, fourth, and fifth. Dude, he was so, so like, fast, bro. He didn't look tired at all. Dude, oh, I was talking about that with Renzo. I was like, do you think we're seeing a Volkanovski that's even better than before, or do you think Max Holloway has slowed down? I was wondering. Like, I, I think it might be Volk has is like hit another level. I think so, man, because like that dude was moving fast, bro, and hitting and throwing bombs. Dude, and another thing that uh, me me scared me and Renzo because we uh, at the end of the day we did put the money on Volkanovski. Yeah, and when we came out, the way he was like, it didn't seem like the fight was his number one focus. Not that he wasn't focused on the fight, but he was able to let his mind wander, which like, when you're always like, oh fuck, if he's not fully in it. But like when he walked into the ring, he was able to let his mind wander. He was talking, and when uh, Holloway was fighting him, he was talking to him a lot. And then like like oh yeah okay good shit and like usually I always tell you that when a dude acknowledges that how hard you're hitting him he's usually done yeah. like when somebody gets rocked and they go oh yeah okay come on oh words like, like usually it's because you're getting beat up and you're trying to psychologically. 
beat this person now because you're like, oh fuck, I'm getting beat up. Let me show him that don't hurt. Go, you rock me, okay? Like, but usually when you, that happened, but Volkanovski started doing that like early on in the fight. Yeah, I was talking to him a lot, a lot. I'm like, oh shit, Renzo, maybe he's not in it. Like, oh, and fucking, I was like, then at the end of it, I was like, damn, Renzo, he was able to like let his mind like. Focus on other shit and still completely dominate. It's like yeah. fighting your little brother almost or something like that. Yeah. Like he Dude, was he's, just. He's Max. I think Max is right. I think he should jump up to number one pound for pound now. Actually, I didn't even see if they had him because I know Usman is ranked as number one. Uh, So. Yeah. See, they got Usman. And then they got Volkanovski two and Izzy three. Charles four. That's pretty fucking sick. Charles Oliveira. He <clears> stole <throat> his belt from him. That sucks, dude. That's crazy. Hey, I mean, uh, whatever. I like Volkanovski. I mean that that fight. I like both of those guys. So uh, Volkanovski and uh, Holloway. So I love the fight, man. It definitely could have went either way, but that cut in his eye was. Whew. Insane, dude! I just realized. So, is that lightweight title vacated now? Because because they didn't because he lost by the weight cut because he didn't he didn't hit weight right. So they stripped his belt. But then the fight, the title fight. If he lost, he would have lost the belt. But he can't win the belt because he didn't make weight. Unless mm. I'm wrong. Unless, because I'm pretty sure the belt wasn't taken off the table, but he was stripped of it. And because right now it looks like there's no, it looks like it's vacated. There's no, which I didn't realize that till now. But that means Charles Oliveira is gonna have to fight for the belt again, Justin Gaethje, just to get it. Right against, it's probably gonna be against Justin Gaethje, you know, or Poirier. Wait, did he just fight Poirier? Who did he just fight and beat? Dustin. He did just fight, didn't yeah. he? He just fought Dustin. Does it show? Oh, no, he just beat Gage. He just beat Gage. Yeah, Dustin. Oh, that's right. Up. Dustin was the... Yeah, the, yeah. the first... Yeah, the fight before that. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess... It, I don't know who's... Oh, Chandler, that's right. Uh, Chandler's coming up because he, he just fucking... Uh, I forgot who he beat. But he just beat up. But, I mean, he's already beat all these motherfuckers. Yeah, so, I don't know real. who the fuck he's going to fight. Like, who are they going to make the title fight for? Dude, I don't know, Because Chandler's coming up. Oh, Islam? True. Islam needs to think about Yeah, that. Islam needs to fight. So, maybe Charles Oliveira for Islam Makachev? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see, man. Because other than that, I mean, Tony Ferguson, that's my guy. But I think he might be done. I mean, he fucking had a war his last fight. But they're uh, saying they're saying Connor. I don't want to see that. Connor who? McGregor versus Tony Ferguson. Uh, Charles Oliveira. Nah. Yeah, I don't see that happening. But that's 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 what's called. That's Connor being Connor. That's I know they're gonna put Charles versus Connor for the, the belt. It's like I mean I mean I don't I I think I mean I think Oliveira could still beat him, but then you're just like handing the belt over to Connor. Yeah, it's kind of sucks. Shitty. But Oliveira beat everybody. He's so, he became so good, it's ridiculous. And so it's like, 
Fuck it, give him Connor and let him beat the shit out of him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's the only way I would watch it. I would hope that he'd beat the fucking shit out of him. We should see. We'll see what happens with Volkanovski. I mean, we'll see what he gets next. I want to I wanna talk about the Izzy fight, man. That was kind of the... Absolutely. I mean, in my opinion, from what I saw of the fight, obviously I watched the whole thing. Like, I think it was the right decision. <laughs> you know what to I mean? Go with, to go with Izzy? Yeah, I mean... You know Renzo had a uh, cannoneer knockout on a card? It was like plus... And like, we hit... And because and, uh, it made the it made a $3 turn into like $200 or something crazy like that. Yeah. And, it was like plus like 800 or 280 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and we were... And we, and we just kept... It was almost... It was the same card except minus the green and cannoneer knockout. So we went, we watched it go all the way up. He's like, oh, shit, we hit, 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 hit. And then it was like, Izzy, Cannier, knockout. We're like, fuck, this is going to fuck up the whole ticket. But then without that, it's just, it's just you, what it would went, it would have been plus 200, plus 200. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, it Dude, made this ticket crazy, but. I did this, you know, I can't lie. I did the same thing afterwards. Like, mm-hmm. our ticket lost. I said, fuck it. I'm, I'm just now going to pick the Brad Riddle fight. Yeah. I picked everything that we already picked. And then I took Brad Riddle when I should have took the other dude. Uh, so both of them, our our sports sports ticket and then my personal ticket. Yeah, yeah. Which hey, shit happens. But like, yo, we did good, man. We did good. I know the picks were good, but parlay sucks. Yeah, no, that sucks. It gives you lot, it gives you good odds, but yeah. it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. But yeah, I mean that was pretty much it. For, I mean the Izzy fight was good, but I think he dominated. He if dominated. I'm not mistaken. I mean, yeah, no, he did. And so it was like. I don't know. I mean, the. I mean, who is he gonna fight? Who is he gonna? I don't know. Yeah, he said. Uh, he called. Is gonna, yeah, I think he's gonna fight Alex. Yeah, well, he, he called said, him he, out. He right think there. he told. He said he was gonna turn him into Elsa. Yeah, frozen. Yeah, that's what he like, said. What? And then he walked off. Like okay, yeah. <laughs> Joe Rogan was like, "All right, Elsa from." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gonna, nah, dude, I'm interested to see that for sure. But yeah, he dominated. I mean. Do you know it's bad when you get a text message at the end of the third at the end of the third round from ESPN saying, you know, Izzy Izzy wins unanimous decision in the, at the end of the third round. That's when I got the notification. Really? I swear to God. How is that possible? I don't know, but ESPN sent me a notification as soon as the third round ended. Yeah. And it said Adesanya wins by an, a unanimous decision. That's crazy. I guess they figured if they had him winning had him win in the first three. Yeah, but they don't know that. That's what I'm saying. Like, yo, I swear to God, when I got the update, I was like, this doesn't make any sense. And I wasn't bugging because I was up. I watched the whole fight. I was awake for this. Like, I I was good. Yeah. yeah. And I swear to God, my phone, because Ant told me to text him. He's like, yo, let me know who wins that fight. Yeah. And I looked down on my phone, and it said he won the fight with an unanimous decision going into the fourth round. Yeah, it's crazy. I was fucking shocked. I was like, I look, I'm having it on the TV. That's what made it even worse. Well, because I mean? he could have gotten knocked out in the fifth round. Exactly. <laughs> like, so. Exactly. You're pulling some slick shit. That's you know crazy. What I mean? That's what I said. I literally, I was like, it doesn't make sense. Because what if Cannoneer just catches him one time? Like, Never know. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, that was nuts, dude. But hell of a hell of a card, dude. Hell of a card. I was like, that's like the first UFC I've watched like the all the prelims and the whole main card. Oh, word. Like I, I dabble, you know, like uh, 
for the uh, McGregor fights. One of my close friends, my boy Porky, every once in a blue, he'll order the McGregor fight. Mm. And I maybe get there probably at like 9.30. So I never get to see the first fight or two or three. Yeah. yeah. I catch the last round, the last match of the prelims right into the main card. So to sit, being able to like sit there and watch the whole thing and like really listen to it and shit, it was very helpful. And it just happened to be the best card of the year. Yeah, hell yeah. And it's cool to see like the upcoming dudes. Yes. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Definitely. Yo, shout out Joey Chestnuts. Yeah, hell yeah. Let's guys, we could definitely talk, see that. I just want to say my man is a savage. You got to look up the video, dude. Um, Yo, so he's the 15-time champion. He ate 63 glizzies in, in 10 minutes. Hell yeah. On crutches in a boot, by the way. And then I don't, then he, uh, a streaker ran up on stage or something. And Joey Chestnut hit him with the ill chokehold slam, dude. Watch. Is this it? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know it looked old. Nah, this is from uh, yesterday. Okay. Monday. Ask me later. All right. So gross, dude, for real, man. This fucking soggy buns. Doesn't even chew them. The hot dogs. Yo, for real, dude. I'd be dipping them in ketchup and shit. (laughs) Yeah, bro, leave us some mustard. Oh, look, 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 look. Oh, rewind it, Mikey. Yo, in a boot. In a boot. Yeah, he put him in the rear naked choke, and then proceeded to eat like another like forty something hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him, cooler than the other side of the pillow, down in those things, dude. Jesus Christ! Look, the, the girl's behind. She's she's panicking. She's like, oh my god. Oh yep, yeah, see you later, dude. That shit didn't even phase him, dude. Nope. Bring a good choke, get out of here, all right? Keep eating hot dogs. Dude, crazy, dude. 63 hot dogs in 10 minutes, man. That shit's nuts, bro. 63. The glizzy eating champ. I don't think I eat 63 hot dogs in a year. Exactly. Fact. (laughs) I'm with you loud and clear on that. I could do without it. I like a hot dog, but. At a baseball game, at a football game, like, that's when I get down with it. You know what I mean? Like, that's when it's, to me, it's more enjoyable, like. Nothing like getting a hot dog at a baseball game. Nothing like getting a hot dog at a football game. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, a hot yeah. dog is just basically a fried bologna. Exactly. Fire. Which is good, but <laughs> yeah, but you know, I think I think that's all we got for this evening, man. I just wanted to. Sh- I had to shout out the Glizzy eating champ real quick. Oh yeah, Fourth of <laughs> July is American as fuck. Exactly, dude. Fifteen times we got to watch this dude eat it. He slowed that. The over under was a uh, seventy four and a half. And how many did he get? 63. So whoever took the under? The over is nuts. That's yeah. insane. Because I think that's like the record. Well, the year before, he, yeah, the year before he ate 73. So how could you put the over at 74? Or it was like 72 maybe or something. That's like that. insane. You should yeah. put the over at like, I would put it 68, make it 
Fair. They thought he not because they thought he was going to blow that number that number out of the water. He's. I think he's this. I think he's progressed up until this year. He went obviously jumped down a little bit. Yeah. But no. I think though. Like I think the seventy range. I don't think they've really broken that. I think that that uh, the Japanese dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude's a beast. Was even around that. I don't know, man. Fuck. Let's see. I wonder if I can bring it up real quick. Uh, oh, there you is. put the, the number uh, contest record. Uh, does this show? Oh, I probably get his Wikipedia, right? Yeah. All right, here we go. Yeah, seventy six. He ate seventy six last year. But look, so so twenty. Let's see. So since two thousand nine, he's been eating about seventy. He's a savage. See, see, two thousand seven, sixty six. That was it. And then, oh, that's when he started. Yeah, dude. When he started, sixty six in twelve minutes. The best was before that was fifty. And then the dude, that dude. Eight fifty three, and he ate sixty six, and they're like, "What the fuck?" Yep, like sixty six fifty nine plus five on an eat off, sixty eight fifty four sixty two sixty nine. See, I don't think so. I don't. Yeah, so twenty eighteen twenty so seventeen seventy two eighteen seventy four nineteen seventy one twenty twenty seventy five twenty twenty one seventy six. So they put the over at seventy four. Yeah, okay, I can see that. Dude, that's a lot of That's hot too dogs, much. Man. Yeah, that's a lot. In 10 minutes, too. That's fucking disgusting. Oh, my God. He averaged like 10 minutes. Oh, like. look. They started off in 12 minutes, yeah. and they were eating 25. Yeah, nah. And then he ate 66 in 12 minutes. They're like, all right, well, let's put it to 10. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sheesh. That's crazy. That's a lot of hot dogs, man. I'm, I'm good. That's That's making me... Sick right now thinking about that. Joey Chestnut, he's the fucking he's the fucking man. man, dude. That's a legend right there. Holy shit, he definitely has the most one. Oh, absolutely, he's insane. Fifteen? <laughs> Is that what it said? Yeah, he's he's won fifteen times. Jesus Christ, crazy dude. Shout him out, shout him out, man. That's insane. Let's see when the first one was. Nineteen sixty-seven. So, oh, 67, then there was big a gap to 72. So, 72. It used to be an hour. Oh, look, there's a couple gaps. But, like, he fucking started winning in 2007. And he's won 15. He just wins them all. Yeah, basically. I think he did win them all, actually. Yeah, Joey Chestnut. He never lost. Uh, 15 in a row. Oh, right here. Matt oh. Stoney. He ate 62. He only ate 60 that year. Damn. It's not like him. He's having an off day. Like, and then fucking next year, Matt Stoney puts down a fucking week 53. He put up 70. And he just put up 70. <laughs> oh. uh, and then he breaks up. Then he keeps breaking. Then he has it. Then he keeps breaking the records over and over. He's like, don't ever fucking beat me. Yeah, now he's like, dude, I know I can get away with eating like 60 of these bitches. He's like, I'm straight. It's crazy. Yeah, this year had he had no competition. That's what it was. Nah. It's like I'm not putting seventy fucking I'm not putting seventy eight of these in there. Seventy six hot dogs. Ugh. With the bun. Soggy. That's the only way. Yeah. Dude, when I went to Coney Island 
a year or two ago, I forgot it was the 4th of July. Like, I knew it was 4th of July, but I forgot, like, that it was the hot dog shit and everything. And I walked by, and it was, like, had just been done. I was like, oh, shit. Damn, that's dope. And I was like, damn, I could have fucking watched it. Just to, if I found parking faster. I want to go out there for uh, one of them. They do the lemonade chugging contest, too. You got to chug a gallon of lemonade. Oh, that sounds fun. This dude did it in, like, 30 seconds. Oh, Joey Chestnut can do that. Have you ever seen him do the milk? Yeah. Ugh, dude, no, I don't want to talk about that. You can do a that. milk in like 45 seconds. Oh, dude, a gallon. No, no, thank you. No, thanks. All right. I, I did it there. Yeah. Yeah, we'll end it there. My stomach's turning. it. So you can find me, Mike Nice CT, on all platforms. Just dropped the new song, I Feel Like Bobby. Definitely go hey. stream that. Also dropped like a new little video. That was the promo for Feel Like Bobby. You could also check that out. Go check my YouTube, Mike Nice. I just started really posting stuff there and uh you know everything else shed cast go check out sif floyd too we got a song green store still out there we got a bunch of shit coming out soon with tom sawyer and yeah that's about it you can find me at gordo antonio on instagram at gordo antonio es on twitter sports smorts be the podcast and the ig page you can check us out on spotify all new episodes are on spotify you want to go back and see where it all started you can go back to our soundcloud and check it out i hope y'all folks have a good rest of your evening renzo we missed you buddy tech missed you buddy send them off with yeah if you haven't heard it you can listen to the full thing right now thank you very much hope you like it Deuces, y'all. Wood full of guava, lava, hotter than your mama. In the summer, in a sweater made of llama. Smoking on iguana, rolled up in a palma. Cougar got me on a beach, I'm under her cabana. Now we at the bar with your bitch, but we don't want no drama. Told her to keep her hands to herself, but seems like she don't wanna. She don't smoke marijuana, but she drank. Okay, she said she never did the white but wanted taste Okay, you know I cop right, shop right Always got that grade A at the stoplight Seen a cop light in the rear, it turn a race day We stay racing for the payday Punches hit so hard, it's like I'm spitting melee Kicking Pele Shorty, she like, oh yeah, poppy When you fuck me, pull my Pele I'm like, they can't stop me Rocky mixed with Machiavelli Meet me in the lobby after party at the telly, yeah, I feel like Bobby. Yeah, I feel like Bobby. Shorty, she like, oh, yeah, Bobby. When you fuck me, pull my pele, I'm like, they can't stop me. Rocky mixed with Machiavelli, meet me in the lobby. After party at the telly, yeah, I feel like Bobby. Yeah, I feel like Bobby. Yeah, I smurder dance up on that money, uh. Liquid gold, I'm smoking honey, uh. They try to play me for a dummy Throwing shade and think it's funny To that blade gon' hit your tummy, uh Smoking and sipping all day I'm lost in the haze while I'm gripping the A Started to think but I lost my way Too many drugs, I lost some days But wait I think that I'm finding my way Keep thinking these words in my brain Keep spitting these words in my world like, oh, they poppy When you fuck me, pull my pele I'm like, they can't stop me Rocky mixed with Machiavelli Meet me in the lobby after party at the telly, yeah, I feel like Bobby. 
Yeah, I feel like Bobby. Shorty, she like OJ Poppy. When you fuck me, pull my Pele. I'm like, they can't stop me. Rocky mixed with Machiavelli. Meet me in the lobby. After party at the telly. Yeah, I feel like Bobby. Yeah, I feel like Bobby. Yeah, I feel like Bobby.